Happy 100 episodes, you weebs. Thanks for letting us get this far. We're going to do what we do best at a milestone episode and be talking about our favorite boy, Yusuke Yurameshi. You're damn right. <laughs> can't believe we did it. I Not, can't believe we're here. They said we couldn't. And by they, I mean we. But here we are, <laughs> nevertheless. Uh, season three, Yu Yu Hakusho. A lot of people, they live off that hype of season two, the dark tournament, and then they just turn this thing off and boy, howdy. Y'all are wrong, and we're going to tell you exactly why you are on this episode. We're also going to dabble in a little bit of a meme here. What else are we going to discuss today? We're going to be talking about the cult classic 1974 movie, Killdozer. Oh, Gotta live the, live the meme. So good, and it has earned 100%. This is a little bit of a spoiler, but it's earned its 5 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> it was a, a ride. Uh, so... We'll sit here reveling in one of the best shows of all time. We'll talk about that little Goomba of a movie and uh, just revel in all of the, the, the good stuff that's gotten us here. So stick around, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> podcast it's your favorite anime podcast that um watches good anime watch, that people don't seem to rank high enough on mal no for some reason <laughs> not even top 50 it's a crime that's why i don't trust mal yeah true are you new here well i'm tom I'm Danielle. Okay, there we go. I was yeah, waiting I know. for a little I usually bit of a... do. <laughs> and Sorry. who are you over there? And who are you over there? Um, basically, yeah, married couple watches cartoons like you do, and then we talk about it. 100 episodes deep. Are you not new here? Well, I can't believe it. Thanks for joining us on this special occasion. We can't thank you enough for all the support. Um, it's been really fun. It's been good fun. Uh, speaking of good fun, if it's taken you 100 episodes and you haven't listened to us, we do have an Instagram. I'm Eric Dewey Pod on Instagram. If there's a new episode of the podcast, you're going to see a new post on there. Um, or find out when we're inevitably skipping one or two or whatever. That's where you can figure it out. Or even better yet, go into the link tree on that Discord. On that Instagram is what I mean. And there is a Discord link. Join us in there. Roll for waifus, talk about shows, maybe let us indoctrinate you into the card game Wars or the app Gotcha Game Princess Connect. A lot of strong-willed people in there are not budging, so I doubt you will either. Danielle, how's the Discord been? I saw you were in there. I, you know, I know. You know, I pop in there and I catch up on things. My favorite is the meme, anime memes. Yeah. It's always a good read in there. I'm very disappointed that I can't be more present. I think I need to turn notifications on because I want to react Aww. to memes when they're live, when they write come through. Because by the time I read them, it's probably two weeks. And I'm like, this is old news. <laughs> right. I don't know if you're going to want to do the full on going for the notifications. Um, but honestly, uh, I guess to 
again, we're, we're doing a little bit of things of commemorating. Let's talk about some of the main homies from the discord. Just a couple shout outs. We've got Je who is keeping the anime memes alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Jeff, Haikage, J-Rod. Who else we got here? Who actually shows up, I guess. Mr. Joe Star on occasion. He's in there. He comes out and I'm like, hey, there he is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, of course, more of you, but those guys, thank you so much for talking in there. Oh, and Ghost. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was close. Let's not forget. And of course, our who we've had on here before, Michael's in there. Michael's in there. But yeah, Ghost Space Killer, of course. Generic overdose. So many good dudes. Very oh, ha- yeah. Very happy to have met you guys. Appreciate you doing that and all that good stuff. So let's go ahead and just get right into. My God, why does the show continue to get better and better? And then when we go back and rewatch it, why is it so good, Danielle? I think it's it just hits that perfect niche of that 90s anime. It's got that. The stories are there. I love and this is a show which we've said before. I know we shit on subbed or dubbed. Sorry. We shit on dubbed anime. Mm-hmm. It's not what it used to be. No. Justin Cook, I think, is one of the greats. He is. W- along with um, our other boy. Well, also helping to produce Yu Yu Hakusho. I believe he was a producer on it. So it's like he the, was. the guy was just honestly, he want, he knew what he had. And he was like, let's make sure to do this right so that no one will ever have to um, settle for less. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, in this case, it being season three, as we said, after the dark tournament arc, we're talking chapter black saga. That is episode 67 all the way down to 94. And I got to tell you, a lot of people say it's kind of a downward slope. I don't think so. I think that this is a phenomenal continuation from that hype. Um, it lulls a little bit in the beginning. It gives you that weird kind of, oh, uh, spoilers, by the way. And if you haven't watched it at this point, shame on you anyways. And frankly, <laughs> you're not my friend until you do. Uh, this is one of those scenarios where, okay, yeah. If you talk about based on just the first couple episodes where you get into the going into this house and suddenly there's territories and it is a pretty abrasive change. Mm-hmm. But it also leads to some of the sl- slickest moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the show. Would you say that this arc is a little darker than the previous ones because of some of what Sensui, who's the main mm-hmm. villain of this arc, had to deal with? Or would you say it's on par for the crassness of Yu Yu Hakusho? No, this is 100% guaranteed. This is a Tom guarantee here. <laughs> this is the darkest season of the show in general. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, first seasons. Got a bit of a shonen. Yes, we've got some violence, a little bit of death surrounding things. Oh my gosh, how dark. What we get from the Chapter Black saga, and I mean, it's based, it's right there in the saga. Chapter Black, this tape that has all of the bad things humans have done. I don't know who's recording them. I don't know who's putting them on this tape. Must be, a, I think it's a spirit world thing. They probably, probably got some, yeah. you know, they got them, them hidden cameras or something. But that being said, this is boiling down the true darker stuff. Like, wait a minute. I thought, you know, it was cut and dry. Demons bad, humans good. Wait a tick. Mm-hmm. Once Sensui is, unfortunately, walks uh, right into that room mm-hmm. and realizes that humans can do some awful stuff as well, kind of turns the entire show on its head. It's like, yes, he was. And to, to find out that he was a spirit detective, we thought Yusuke was your boy. Nope. 
he's part two. Yeah. And to think that it was only 10 years prior that he was spirit. So he was just MIA for 10 years. Yeah. And Sensui seems so much more mature. Do you oh, know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Or older, I should say. Mm-hmm. But I think that, and we kind of talked on this a little bit, but the main episode that really, I think, put this one into the darker and it was even shown in the way they animated the episode was the hospital episode. Mm-hmm. We have the hero of our show actually having to situate, oh my God, to save the day, I need to kill another human being. It's not like he was, you know, you can justify hurting a demon because it's like, oh, they're bad, they're bad, but another human. Mm, Even an evil one. Exactly. But that's what's so perfect about this saga is taking on that complex feelings, doing all that stuff and showing use case formulation and how he's completely different from Sensui because while he is now starting to see some scenarios on humans not being good, it's still a situation where uh, it's not so, there's there's a gray zone. It's not just black and white. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yes, exactly. long story long, I'd say, <laughs> would, would you agree? I would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think definitely, obviously, Yusuke having to pull the literal, the spirit finger trigger on the doctor. <laughs> uh, obviously, Genkai comes in and, and makes Yusuke not have to feel that guilt by reviving the doctor. Because mm-hmm. she said, you know, there's, you had to make the decision and that was teaching enough but you don't have to live with this decision basically so that that was really good but obviously we get the the game master the little kid yeah uh, that's dark yeah mm-hmm. the fact and, that that poor kid sensui you know it's so funny he's quick to say all oh, these demons are awful and then he tricks a kid into doing this thing which inevitably seals his fate he's gonna die yeah although and i hate well who cares this is our podcast we yeah, do what we want but you want. uh you know you're watching the end and you know yusuke in his demon form, he doesn't remember, but beat Sansui and he's talking to him and Sansui even told, uh, and I didn't even remember this, but Junior has his pacifier uh, for that power to subdue Sansui. Yeah. And I forgot that Sansui even set it up to make the kid the game master and to play that game because he knew that Junior would use his pacifier to revive him. So he knew he wouldn't have enough power in there to heal Sensui, even if Yusuke like want, which Yusuke wanted him to. He's like, can you heal him? And he's like, I can't. And then Sensui reveals he knew Kuenma was so like good that he would use that little bit of power to sacrifice it to save that innocent, uh, naive, I would say. Yeah, naive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's just so cool how Sensui had it all planned out. And then you find out, oh, Yusuke, don't feel too bad because he only has like half a month to live. Yeah, it's like, what? It's like, twists and turns right up until the end. Exactly. And uh, the pacifier being the Mafukan. Mm -hmm. Sorry, thank you. I could see it in my head. I just couldn't see it out loud. No, man, you were going, you were all over the calling him (laughs) Junior. You had it. That was great. Um, Another big kind of thing with this season two, Genkai, always a hard ass. Don't see enough of her. Don't see enough of her clearly, but um, season two, we did get to see a, a good amount. And she was a pivotal role in that. She's a pivotal role in everything, obviously. I uh, wish she wouldn't have wasted the time with the stupid game in the house initially, but those were some fun episodes. He a just being he a classic. <laughs> what would you say is your favorite part of, well, I'm okay. Two part question. Yeah. So I don't know if the second one you'll be able to answer because I can't even answer it, but. 
out of the house with the three territories. Yeah. Which is your favorite? The shadow, the clone, or the one with the math? Or like how you can, I'm not going to say math because he can make it a word puzzle or anything. Yeah, doing the word puzzle. Well, the staircase, no, that's lame. I wouldn't say that that's my favorite part. That's true. Um, the shadow is cool, but then basically what that just turned into is who's the imposter. I think the, are you saying which one's my favorite power of the three or uh, which is? Yeah, which is your favorite power? Mm, I, the shadow one's so OP, but turn off the lights and I can just absolutely <laughs> kick that kid's ass. Um, no, the first guy, I forget what his name is, the one with the glasses. Isn't it Kaito? Um, I'm pretty sure it's Kaito. Yeah, I think it is Kaito. You're right. Uh, his I probably just might be a fan. I'm in quotes, pushing up my glasses. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Uh, Kaito, I think his being able to kind of set rules, that's just so OP. Mm-hmm. You know, don't say the word hot, things like that. It's like he can just. Yeah. The, the game of taboo is insane. Like, uh, you know, if, if he just randomly came in and said, all right, uh, my rule can't say you, you hack a show. Well, consider me dead. <laughs> it's a done deal. My soul is gone. He's <laughs> uh, he's out of here. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was good. What was the part two question though? Oh, so I was trying to think yesterday for myself and I couldn't even come up with one. Like if you could choose, obviously you can't choose these people come across these powers, but if you could have a territory, like what would your territory uh, like be? I guess Man, your see, territory power. See, it's too wide. Yeah. That's why that's a huge question. Um, I guess, see, I'll tell you what though. They did hit a pretty good one with, uh, Sean, Sh- I believe it was Sean Schimmel voicing the guy who ended up getting absolute eraser domed, oh, yeah. <laughs> but that guy being able to read thoughts, that one's pretty good. Yeah. But then does it turn into like, I guess it sounds like he might be able to turn it on and off possibly. Yeah. But I feel like it might be an Edward Cullen situation where you're just getting way too, like if you can't turn it off. Yeah, or an Anya if we want to be even more, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twilight is fine. We could do that one too. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just feel like that, I was thinking that would be cool, but then is that way too much bombarding your brain? I feel like I'd kill myself after a while if I couldn't. Oh, that's true. I think my territory would be Mm, we'll come back to that. Let's both think on that. Let's mm-hmm. see if we can maybe tighten that up by the end. I doubt I will. Oh, I, I know what I want. I would want mine to be. Oh, yeah. I thought of it right now. Let's see it. I'd want to be able, I'm a mom, okay? So I don't have a lot of like, I have a lot of time during the day because I'm a stay-at-home mom. Stop time. Stop time. Just so I can like freeze things so I can actually have like two moments of peace to finish something. <laughs> so you're saying stop, but here's the thing. Stop stop particular things or stop time in your the entirety of that territory oh that's right that would be weird because here's the thing if you stop time in the entire territory you plug in the vacuum you turn it on will it ever turn on time is stopped (laughs) not saying you have to vacuum oh shit that came across Uh, you know the water in the sink for when you're doing (laughs) that just turned awful um no but you're right that might not be yeah you can't watch tv i don't think you can do anything (gasps) I think what you're saying is create bubbles. Mm. What if you could create a, you can make people indestructible. You just basically make Faye indestructible and then you go about your business. She's just absolutely (laughs) just jumping off of shit. 
Yeah, she's just rolling around and nothing. Yeah, that's true because that's the biggest thing. Oh, the stop time thing is great. That is a good one. Yeah. What do they always say? It's either freeze time or fly. That's kind of humans, two things. Oh, I don't really have a desire to fly bugs, you know, or in the oh, air. Oh, that's just and... it. I've heard spiders are sometimes floating up in the sky, just on, like using webs as parachutes. Oh, no, I don't want to fly then. Yeah, Gross. No. no, thank you. No, and you know what? It takes one jet and it ruins your day. I, you never know. <laughs> um, stopping the time makes sense, but are you still aging? Is it time to stop? There's a lot of questions to be had. That's a very, very delicate subject. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyways. And I know a lot about it because I went to art school and I barely know <laughs> math anymore. So trust me. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, go back to the Genkai thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, wild to see the flip flop into this season. She's still hard ass, but then once Yusuke and yes, again, we're past the spoilers suck on it. Um, <laughs> it, when, when he dies in that mm-hmm. cave and Genkai, and then she goes, this is why I came back. I came back just to hurt. And I'm like, don't show emotions because I can't handle that. You are the rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't do this to me. Yeah. She's such a hard ass, except when it comes to her students and obviously Yusuke being her prodigy, getting all of her powers after yep. the, uh, in the dark terminant arc. Um, oh, I had a moment and it, it fleeted away. Oh, oh, so after, I think it's the episode right after Yusuke dies in the cave. It has to be for the effect, but you know, the episode starts and it's blurry, almost like you have tears in your eyes oh. because of the emotions you're feeling and Karama and uh, Kuwabara and obviously Hie. He's, he may seem all cool and high and mighty, but he's pretty torn up too. But <laughs> so that was, that was really interesting. Like looking at it again, watching there, through the episodes. There's a very big difference between shows that yes, they're complex in nature and then there's ones like this that it's a very simple show, but they have put the time in to have a lot of cool, just little things like that, almost like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer effect, right? Um, the the dialogue this season, absolutely slapping it. I have quotes. So that, good. I mean, I could have written more down, but I was like this. I'm just writing down a just quote from each episode ones. and it, it was going to be way too long. But. Absolutely. Well, let's get into quotes. But first, what I got to say is, guys, if it's taken you a hundred episodes, I know you guys are popular. I know you have friends. If you haven't told anyone about this podcast, it, just do it for the occasion. Why don't you have them listen to it? I don't know how you're going to describe it. Again, this is on you at this point. I know you're impressive. You can make it happen. Just tell someone about the podcast. Um, and I only say that because, um, frankly, I don't know. I think you have to say that on the podcast, right? Oh, yeah. People I, always shill their own uh, podcast. Listen, I got a shill once in a while, and it's been 100 episodes. I think we've done it a couple times, but how many times can you say 100 episodes, Tom? Well, I <laughs> say it a couple more times. Uh, but what I will say is, if not telling them about our podcast, please, for the love of God, tell them about Yu Yu Show. Oh my gosh. If anything, that's doing God's work right there. It truly is. It's a very accessible show to find. It's now on Crunchyroll dubbed because this was a Funimation show. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was on Crunchyroll before. I'm not sure. But now that they've merged, anyway, I don't have to go into it. It's on there. We Just, own it. So, you know, it's- I would highly recommend owning it. Of course, don't own the manga, though. If anything, put that up for sale <laughs> on eBay. <laughs> so we could buy it <laughs> for cheap, please. Um, <laughs> God, I just want that 
so bad. So unfortunate. It's going to come around. It has to. It will. Maybe. Maybe not. Hmm. Mm. Who knows? Um, <laughs> that being said, let's hear some of these quotes. Let's let's get a little vibe of what uh, what was going on this season. Sure. So I love Keiko. Well, right off the bat, like it's the first episode starting the season. And Yusuke is going to go off and, I don't know, do something, be stupid. And Keiko's like, just promise me you won't do anything dumb. And Yusuke says, again, with the nagging, when have I ever acted dumb? And Keiko says, besides getting hit by a car? (laughs) (laughs) And then I love Yusuke's response, which they don't, maybe they do, but I don't think that they write like, and they may have taken liberties. Sure. From what the actual translation is, but I love the English translation, how they have made Yusuke's dialogue. He's, He's no a sassy rules. Boy. He's sassy. Yeah. <laughs> he says to Keiko, uh, what does he say? Stupid life. The one girl who knows anything about me uses it as a weapon. So <gasps> A true. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and saying it in front of Keiko, she's the only person who has knocked him on his ass. Right. So I just thought that was funny. And that's just it. One of the most powerful characters in the show. And she is, that's what I love about it. It's it's same with Chi Chi and Dragon mm-hmm. Ball and things like that. I love what the main character has that significant other that just Puts them in their place, frankly. And that's another thing with this show, too. As you said, I, I'm pretty sure there is kind of the translators can, in fact, take a couple liberties. So I think that the crew that put this to English, 100%, I think they knocked it out of the park. Um, you know, we don't, we, we've done our little snippets of showing you guys that we're not very PC around here, um, but us not being like the PC crew. Uh, this is, this show just hits exactly where it needs to hit. I just love some of the stuff that Yusuke says, you know, of course it's just, it's the golden era. This was such a good show. And I know that's annoying. I could say that for literally 20 hours straight, but (laughs) unreal. I don't even, we don't even really, we love you. We love Hunter Hunter Mm -hmm. written by the same person, Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter. But I don't think if I were to rewatch Hunter Hunter, I would have the same feeling that I have for Yu Yu Hakusho. I think um, it's hard to describe and I don't know why, because I love Hunter Hunter, especially when we start to rewatch it. It's like, fuck yeah, this is the best. (laughs) But then it's like you watch, I started watching Yu Yu Hakusho the other day to prepare for this episode. And I'm like, how have I not been watching this like in my downtime or how I don't even know how I forgot what happens. I've seen this show twice through. This will be my third time. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how I don't remember. Although this arc and the last one are the two that are most hazy for me. Sure. Especially the last one. I only know that there's a, a tournament arc <laughs> in Demon World. I don't know anything else. That's it. But Demon World, so the next time we do talk about the season four thing, I, I will admit, it's definitely not the most exciting season of the show, but I think it's still got some very nice stuff going on. It is kind of, it, it turns our shonen character completely on his head. By the end of the season, when we find out that Yusuke is a demon, mm-hmm. is there anything more backwards you can do to this character? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. He is the spirit detective. He takes care of demons. And I don't get how Quinma, did he know from no. the get-go? Because um, what's his, his dad did? 
Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Maybe they kept it from him. Yeah, maybe. What do they call it? The something of the Majiku or Ma- Mazuku. Mazuku. The but there's another word like the R, the A. I don't care. Whatever. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You want me to say some more quote? Uh, yes, please. Especially, I mean, did you write down he when he found out that Yusuke was a demon? Do you have that one written down? <gasps> um. No, no, but I mean, that's it. He goes, uh, he, uh, oh. with his classic one-liners, he basically says, oh. How does it so, feel to be like more superior than us yeah, or how something? How does it feel <laughs> to be, finally be superior? <laughs> so good. He, uh, he's complex, but not. I mean, he's that, he's that softy in, in the heart. He's an M&M, he's an M&M is what he is. An M&M. He's a little sweetie on the inside. He's got that hard shell, but he's well, just. I do have the, one of the best. Besides that one that we just said, but from Hie when Botan blows the demon whistle. <laughs> and he falls out of the tree. <laughs> he falls out of the tree because they're trying to find him and softy Hie is already just lurking around his friends anyway. They just don't know it. I wonder if Kurama knows though with his demon senses. He had to have. Maybe he just doesn't say anything, but he's like, I came to find the source of that vile noise and kill it. <laughs> <laughs> so I could kill it. Yeah, he's just... <sighs> And I think that's where, again, Hunter Hunter, as you were kind of getting into, I very much, and that is up there, there, these two are constantly like, wait, which, it's like, which one do I love more? I do, at my core, say Yu Yu Hakusho is over it because, well, one, I grew up with it. I have that kind of, this was with me, man. This was like. This and Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Those were like two shows where the Cowboy Bebop, that was for some more like, you know themes more kind of geared towards adulthood or whatever but like this one was that coming of age story use k is just like that perfect character that kind of like how he feels at some times in the show is exactly how you feel when you're growing up and it's just, it was just freaking perfect mm-hmm. uh and that's where we give 100 percent credit to tagashi writing two stories yes there's similarities so it's not like oh wow he made two super super unique things but where they are similar is just his style and frankly uh I, he's he's probably my favorite manga uh writer and illustrator of all time mm-hmm. i think there there's no question in my mind about that and has to be one of the strongest power couples he's married to the woman who wrote sailor moon absolutely and, uh right yeah i think so so and, and inuyasha right or no am i thinking of the Woman who wrote Inuyasha is different, maybe. Yeah, no. So she, um, she did Sailor Moon. No, Inuyasha was, I believe, another female. But okay, I don't. know. I'm getting confused on exactly. that. Exactly. Uh, strike that from the. Strike it. <laughs> now you f- you fix it within three seconds. The, yeah, anyone I was like, listening had Hold time on. to go. That's not right. There's, oh. Okay. Listen, I, I know when I'm wrong. Right when it left my mouth, I was like, no, I'm thinking of something else. I was yeah. thinking. I think on Crunchyroll, I had seen they had at one point like a section of like. Frankly, you don't even like Inuyasha. We're still, we're all still waiting. So you're not even going to believe this. (laughs) So I was at Target the other day and I'm just browsing. I'm trying to find something cute in the book aisle for Faye. I'm like, oh, oh, cool. Look, it's um, teaching your child how to read manga. I'm like, oh, this looks like a good book. Um, that doesn't exist by the way. So anyways, neither does this whole scenario, but we're going to keep going with it. And this guy <laughs> next to me, he says, Oh, are you Tom? <laughs> and he just asked, he said, when is Danielle coming out with that podcast episode? I go, you know what? Join the club. 
I should make a separate freaking. Uh, I got to make a Twitter account days since <laughs> Danielle has watched Inuyasha. <laughs> so good. We finally took Yasha Hime off our Crunchyroll watch list. I'm like, listen, I'm not getting around to watching this. No. Um, okay, I have just a couple more quotes. Oh, I'll run em. through them. Kubara at the you know beginning of the season, Yusuke, he's depressed after the dark tournament because he just wants a good fight mm-hmm. and he's gonna go fight these three kids who are obviously human. And Kuwabara says to Yusuke, I can't believe you'd fight ordinary humans. You might as well attack a nursing home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which exact, which was the thought process I was thinking. I'm yeah. just glad that Kuwabara like made it into such a witty line. Yeah. The best. Um, I love, I'm going to commit this to memory for personal use from um, my boy, Karama. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says, logic is panic's prey. So good. That is pretty damn good. Which Suichi, love his human name. I forgot his name was Suichi. Suichi. Maybe if we get a dog, that's the name. Aww. But it'll have to be a Shiba, so it looks like a fox. And then, yeah, you know. Oh, you do that for me? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, and uh, from Sensui, when he comes across Yusuke and sees what a disappointment he is because... Sensui is obviously so strong. It's a same. It's a shame Junior couldn't find a better replacement. I just can't decide if if I should be insulted or flattered. That's oh, a pretty good burn. That is a pretty good burn. <laughs> and uh, that's honestly him at his core. He's a very. I mean, we've talked about it. You like his spider legs. Oh, any anime character that has long legs, I'm in. I'm. I'm into it. And Sensui's using him. Okay. He's oh playing, yeah. He's playing kickball. He's doing everything. <laughs> But no, I mean, he's always a step ahead. Um, There was a good couple twists, too. This was kind of twist, the show. This was like an M. Night Shyamalan type of deal. But, you know, one, seeing that he wasn't the first spirit detective, there's a twist. Sensui having multiple personalities. My least favorite twist, because I'm like, oh, okay, this is weird. Suddenly Mm -hmm. he's got a Mega Man gun hand. (laughs) (laughs) Super weird. That's probably my least favorite thing in the entire season. I like the concept of him having multiple personalities because obviously that is a very natural human reaction to someone who has received trauma. Is to have that. But the bullet or the gun hand is yeah you could have just had multiple personalities you didn't have to like whip out a gun arm yeah <laughs> that was just so odd but no and then and I'm, I'm glad they go into that too of like oh well they did kept jumping back to well since we walked in on this real bad thing it's like okay since we i agree it was rough but let's let me give you your binky and your blankie yeah, and tuck you in for bed here's your pinky blankie dude <laughs> talking about m m night shamalan shalaman Shyamalan. Whatever his name is. It's Shyamalan. <laughs> I'm going to read. Um, I was on the UU uh, wiki fandom mm-hmm. and I was reading through. You were asking me what I was laughing at. I'm like, I'll save it for the podcast. Oh, yeah. So someone put, I'm on episode 79 and I can't see any usernames. So if you're listening, good on you. All right. 79 being us. episode uh, The Human Race, where oh. he travels. Sensui travels while Yusuke is forced to contend with the sniper. So it was like right after the truck sequence. Anyways, not that that matters. I'm on episode 79. And so far, this arc is not even comparable to the other arcs before it. Partly true because the other arcs, I think, are good. Yeah. Uh, This is boring and dry. Everything almost feels like filler. 
And then someone put, it must be because of your late um, 2000s. Probably you don't know how it feels. Also, this arc is not filler. So go fuck yourself. (laughs) And then these are all different. Next comment. Go fuck yourself, piece of shit. And then this person said, yeah, this is definitely a turning point down the shitter. Whoa. Mainly because of the villain. Sensui is such a despicable, haphazard character. Oh, detestable. I'm sorry. Gun hand, question mark, multiple personalities disorder, question mark. It's like scraping one of M. Night Shyamalan's rankest shits off the bottom of the subject tank, all wrapped in a cringy edgelord persona. So I love that you just wow, pulled that out. That. <laughs> that person made that comment. Oh, Honey, can funny. I be honest? Yeah, what? That was me. I'm that, that was- commenter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. What a small world. Thank you, M. Night Shyamalan. And I do like that we've got soldiers out there. Oh, yeah. They're marching too. Tell by that guy two. to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespect your surroundings. Disrespect. Listen, you guys, you're allowed to not like Yu Yu Hakusho. But the problem is then you're wrong. And I hate you. And we hate you. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty simple thing. Is the show great? Yes. Should you like it? Yes. You don't figure it out. Yeah. Do Watch we, it again. Do we want to take a little mid-talk break and talk about Killdozer or it, just it, tack I, it on to the end? No, no. Whoa, just tack it on. Here at <laughs> I Married, we, we never tack on, okay? We, <laughs> we are top tier. We have always got something on the old schematics. Uh, yeah, let's talk. Uh, sorry, guys. And I, we've already gotten you once with the time code uh, psych, so we're not going to do it again. Shout mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I will say is we're going to do, it, it's not going to be a long talk, but we have got to discuss Killdozer. So if you are a fan and we have mentioned it before in episode, I believe it was 60. If you wanted to like have a deep poll. 69, come on, please. No, it wasn't Dang 69. It. Episode, I'm sorry. I think it was 56. Okay. We talk about it in our Psychono season two and finale episode. You want to hear my hot takes also? <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to see an angry Danielle? That's the one. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So we talked about, we made a joke. Or no, I was talking about trying to pull up the movie Christine. I couldn't remember about the evil car. Yes. So Killdozer, came up on, Well, it came up on the list of, there's a genre. Killer yeah. vehicles. The <laughs> genre. Which just absolutely, you were smitten over that. I was, I was dying. Um, so our, one of our lovely, I believe it was J-Rod. J-Rod on our, uh, Discord. He's like, listen, hear me out for your hundredth episode. You should review Killdozer. So here we are. We watched it last night and holy. Yeah. And I don't know if, I don't know if I said J-Rod earlier when I was giving shout outs, by the way. If if I didn't, Um, I, you know, you know, you know, we know. And there's also Mags, who is the guy who pins the awful waifus but anyways j-rod <laughs> is actually the most prepared for this episode because he's actually given us proof that he watched it too and i i do like what he said um yeah kinda when we say? were we were talking about it he had just posted that he was in fact uh situated with that and that he had put like uh you're welcome or i'm sorry <laughs> Because it's like the movie, I believe that's what it was. I I'm, see here. He says, da, 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 da. 
Oh, yes. You're welcome or I'm sorry. You won't know unless you watch it, I guess. Oh, well, yeah. we did. And uh, it's a little bit of both. It's crazy. Okay. This is definitely a 74 flick. It is. Uh, it's only an hour and 15, which is the you can find saving grace here. Um, what can we say? So, so basically this group of six people, I believe, are on this. I got you. Remote island. Oh, you got it. Okay. I got you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Construction workers building an airstrip on a small Pacific island encounter an ancient non-material life form which has lived in the ruins of an ancient temple for millennia. I didn't pick up any of that from the movie. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> the entity is, of course, malevolent and com commandeers the earth moving equipment to the general detriment of all concerned. That is one of the best. That is the most concise thing I've ever seen right there. That's perfect. I, I think actually, because I also read that synopsis, that's probably the most terrifying that it, um, what did you say? It doesn't have a form, right? It's, it's um, a non-material. Non-material. Yeah, it's, it's ethereal. It is just a, it's a, it's a blue glowing fog is kind of what it looks like. Mm -hmm. um, so typical horror, you know. Typical. I uh, was reading the trivia on IMDb about this. This film later gained renewed interest and in ultimately cult, cult status when it was subject on jokes in both Beavis and Butthead and The Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien in 2009. Interesting. And I also see that there's a connection from 1997. Sven Gulli uh, oh. must have brought it back and talked about it on his show. Sven Gulli actually was, um, Elgin, Illinois decided to do a um, Night of the Living Dead thing around Halloween where they take the entire downtown area, they flip cars, they put fires, and it looks like a zombie apocalypse mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, Did you go? I accidentally snuck in. Accidentally? Yeah, me and my buddy Charlie, <laughs> we saw a gap in this fence. We're like, well, I'm not walking down the block to go through the front. And then we just kind of snuck in. We didn't, we, no, we didn't sneak in. We weren't being quiet about it. We just went in there. And then we found my parents were already in there. And they're like, oh, we were going to give you money to get in. How <laughs> Did you pay? We're like, you have to pay to be in here? Damn. So, well, but like, anyways, Sven Gulli would actually show up and uh, attend that event. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Now, I would always see the commercials for Sven Gulli, but I don't know what it is. It was basically. Is he a talking head or? No, no. He just wears like. I remember what he looks like. Did this, he have a top hat? Yeah. And he wears this like makeup around it. he's supposed mm -hmm. to look like he's dead or whatever blah, 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 he kind of looks like beetlejuice well, yeah eh. so no it was basically he had a horror television program where oh. he would feature science fiction films horror films and then he was the it was kind of like tales from the crypt where there's like a host oh but then they would you know would do that or whatever but it is a uh, long-running local program in the chicago area and in recent years expanded nationally Airing oh. Saturday nights on Me TV, so I didn't even know that this was actually just a us thing until I was going to say I didn't. We might not have too many people who know about Spend Gooley then. Yeah, or that care. They're probably like, "Can we move <laughs> on? Can we be done with this?" Uh, kill Dozer, please. <laughs> yeah, more about that killer Dozer, please. So another piece of trivia I saw: the maximum forward speed of the Caterpillar D nine is seven point three miles per hour. The average adult male can jog at eight point three, which is what I was saying the whole movie. Yes, and let's Just get into jog. this. Just jog. 
just yeah. run. The biggest problem with this movie is <laughs> this this machinery shouldn't have killed a single person except for the first guy that gets like spirit bombed by whatever the blue like oh he yeah. just kind of sits there screams and then he overacts in the tent mm-hmm. for like 10 minutes by going you have to you have to and it's like okay can, can he die already <laughs> i was so over it instantly yeah um and they're like well i didn't like your rendition either um but then after that when it's chasing people via danielle like there's no fucking way yeah it, it's it's going seven miles an hour they go up on a hill like this thing can't get up hills even if it could get up the hill you'd see it you'd go all right guys we got to get going in about an hour because he's gonna be up here yeah right you know um well the people yeah didn't make the best choices on how to dodge the one of them just sits in the jeep while it he can't turn the jeep on I, i believe that was uh that was Dutch. Yeah. I think Dutch kind of went a little crazy. Dutch was, you know, he was supposed to be the most, I don't know, boisterous. Of, yeah, the boisterous <laughs> of the crew. I, I'm going to say, though, that Dutch, that was embarrassing or whatever, that him letting it do that because the car wouldn't run and he could have just literally stepped out and started <laughs> walking away as this thing went over it. The thing also takes like 10 minutes to fucking turn. So it's like, well, <laughs> even if you're not going to outrun the seven miles an hour, take two steps. Just, you know, or yeah. just, and it's not like it, the smokestack, when this thing starts running, the smokestack just starts pluming. It's like, you couldn't have something announcing itself anymore. Uh, but anyways, mm-hmm. I, the point I'm trying to make is Beltran, the one character who I think it might be the second person hunted down third, maybe, um, his way of escape was to actually go into a, a tube so he's like, oh, I got to get out of here. And he goes into a tube to which he just gets absolutely mm-hmm. juiced in the tube. They don't show the blood. Although they have a mound like of where they buried his body. So obviously they could fish it out somehow. Well, but. yeah, they rolled him up <laughs> like a piece of paper because he oh. was. Yeah. Ugh, they just took the tube and shook it yeah, into exactly. the hole. They didn't actually do that. But um, but what I will say is. Oh, my gosh. That guy. Yeah. Beltran or whoever. He was an airplane to the sequel. James A. Watson. Yeah. 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 You know, hey, listen, we got a decent couple big names in here. We got Clint Walker, who was one of the voices in uh, Small Soldiers and was born in Hartford, Illinois. Oh, there you go. We got all the Illinois folk out here. (laughs) And but, you know, like a smart person, he got out of here. Unlike us, am I right? (laughs) Um, Don't come here. It sucks. (laughs) Oh. Another thing to mention about this show or movie. Sorry, I'm getting old. Uh, let me cough really quick. <coughs> Thank you. Sorry about that. I covered my mouth. Anyways, <laughs> um, one thing about this, though, is there was no. My, my final closing thought is there was no. Uh, reasoning behind this kind of whole situation. The first time. The killdozer is actually shut down is he cuts the fuel line and he dies out. Then the guy fix it. It comes back to life. And then suddenly fuel is not an issue for the rest of the movie. Okay. But did. Okay. So there's a part of the movie when one of the guys, I think it's Dennis, who's the second, who's the guy second left standing by the end of the movie. 
Remember when he goes either to have a smoke or something at night, he's standing right in front of it with his back to it and it lifts its scooper. Okay. I don't know if it's fixed at that point yet and it's still moving. I think it was, a. I think the bulldozer, it was a diversion to get close to the camp to kind of check it out, do some recon. Oh, you think this was an inside job by Killdozer? (laughs) By the spirit-like being? Maybe, because I don't, I think that's the first night it's there on the compound with its fuel line cut when it lifts its bucket up and slams it down right behind them. Yeah, maybe. What I got to say is it's riveting. Um, at this point I won't go near heavy machinery anymore. Um, <laughs> at least not, you know, right next to it. I'll give myself a couple paces so I can just move out of the way. Yeah. Or even just, I, I, I guess if I hear it coming, just go. Hear that smokestack blowing? Uh, once that thing's starting to freaking, uh, you know, do its thing, then yeah, I guess just, uh. And can I just say they were in that, and I'm sorry, I don't know nor care about uh, this heavy machinery. Sure. But the one, when the two guys are in the, with, that's got the big claw. Yes. They're fighting the, the crane. killdozer, the yeah, crane. What, there you go. What a, an absolute <laughs> riveting sequence. That was, yeah, that was not good. Um, Why wouldn't you, although granted it may not have been strong enough, I would have tried to get the bucket of the crane underneath killdozer to like topple it over Mm, okay they were just kind of like putting the bucket out to stop it from going forward i would have tried to grab it and move it or something i don't know nothing made sense nothing made sense basically you know how you could tell that it was actually inside of the dozer if you put your ear up to it you could hear it humming well if the thing was in there and they were able to hear it humming why didn't it kill them uh, frankly, 1974, pick up the pace. Jerry London, the director of this one, also did a couple episodes of, uh, what do you call it? Come on, Tom. Where was it? Don't it was, you? Oh, I was gonna oh say, the don't Partridge you? Family, the Brady Bunch. Oh. Um, and a couple other ones. All right, we're dating ourselves. We're done with it. Thanks for bearing with us as we talked about the most riveting horror film this side of the Mississippi. Uh, (laughs) Definitely don't check it out. Save yourself. Uh, Don't let us have watched this in vain. (laughs) I mean, we watched it so you don't have to watch it. Yeah, get drunk and maybe watch it with your friends. But there's better shitty, scary movies. out. Every time the dozers lights go on and off, take a shot. Oh, well, see you on the other side, friends. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. funny. Anyway, oh, my battery's running, running low on my laptop. Oopsie. Oopsie. That's okay. You, you've got Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, yeah, I got in it. In there. Um, but, of course, before that, do you have anything on your notes that you'd like to say before it does, in fact? Um, I can always pull up on my phone if I need to. Okay. But, um... Uh, no, but let's get in. Do you want to just skip? I really want to talk about the end part, like from the, like Karama and the sinning tree. Uh, Absolutely. Fire. Fuego. And another one of the M. Night Shyamalaners. I cannot believe Mm. that Elder Tagoro was still around. Mm-hmm. His, his voice actor did well because I hate his voice. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, my gosh. It, it makes, makes your pissed. skin crawl and it just perfectly embodies the visual aesthetic of Elder Tagoro. One hundred percent, if you don't mind me saying that. 
uh, gotta say the sinning tree Karama's kind of resentment and anger from the unfortunate uh, necessity of needing to win the game and kill the Goblin King. Mm-hmm. Uh, sad little sequence. Well, unfortunately, even though we were over it in a split second because we didn't care about that character, <laughs> Karama has it deep in his psyche that that is a problem. So who's he going to take his anger out on? Let's take it out on this stupid idiot who keeps showing up. Now, stupid. <laughs> what is great about this is the fact that the way that Karama deals uh, the death blow here, we'll say, mm-hmm. is something that is eternal. So a character we hate so much now actually has to suffer, not, you know, over a long time, but forever. It is the perfect enemy to use it against. Now, do you, would you, would you like to talk about what this is? Sure. I mean, everyone would have watched it by now, so it doesn't really fully matter, I suppose. Sure. While Karama being um, an aficionado with plants, you know, he's got a lot of plant stuff. So yeah. he plants a seed in... Um, Heyo. It was... <laughs> uh, well, it was gourmet at the time, but Karama gets his rose whip around gourmet's head, and lo and behold, there is Elder Tagoro's head. So he planted the seed. Came right out of his gullet. <laughs> and it looks really gross. Like his well, jaw is still attached, gourmet's yeah. jaw. How big were gourmet's teeth? Well, I guess he just swallows these people whole. No, what I'm saying is once Tagoro's head's coming out, it looks like he's got a freaking pearl oh. necklace, and it's like, well... not like that there's two aos uh they're just massive anyways yeah so karama was able to plant that seed um using the rose whip and you know we get the smoke effect and tagoro obviously now inhabiting gourmet's mind and they ate i can't remember what his name was but the guy who was mind reading in the territories earlier yeah um Tagoro knows where Karama is. So you find out Tagoro isn't actually slicing my boy, which I was getting a little scared at first because right. I didn't quite remember. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and he's actually been ensnared by the sinning tree, which feeds off of those thoughts and all those evil intentions and things. And it's just an endless cycle since yeah. Tagoro never dies. Unfortunately, but now he just get to be tortured for forever. But it was pretty good. That was that was dope. Yeah, that was a really good win for the good guys at that point. That was that was nice. Mm-hmm. Man, that was good. Do you know what kind? What spooks me about that? After that, right after you know, because mm-hmm. Yusuke is gonna start fighting Sensui. After sure. they ensnared the elder Tagoro, I forgot how scary it is. It's Suki's like shadow realm. It's like that shadow on the wall. That yeah, they, real creepy. Oh, yeah. I do not like that. Whenever they show it, I have to look away. It's a little too spook spook. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. And why is there all that floating debris inside of this thing? I can't remember. He's eating that stuff. Probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I didn't really give too much reason to it. There's yeah. always debris in these shonens, you know? It's just, I, it was weird. I'm going to go out on a technical thing here, but, you know, our boys, Hie, Kuabara, and Karama are in that shadow realm, and it's obviously, there's no floor, but their feet are drawn flat. 
and everything is glowing. Yeah, of Take course. the two seconds and make their feet pointy so they look like they're floating. Just dangle it a little bit. Yeah. It was just a little weird. Anywho, I don't really care. Moving on. Moving on. Look at Karam up there on the old shelf. What a good figure. Yeah, right. Speaking on the shelf, there's also my uh, gachapon machine. We got a gachapon machine from a gachapon machine. Yeah, how <laughs> freaking meta is that? Now the, uh, the sister-in-law came back from Japan, got us each our little gachapons. She also hooked it up. Fatty style. I got a lot of Japanese whiskey around here and it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this case, you know, you go to the gachapon machine, you put in your money, you do your thing, you get a prize. Well, uh, never did I know that you could get a gachapon machine as your gachapon machine prize. It is Demon Slayer based and it is dope. So if you actually put 100 yen in there, you can actually get the little mini prizes that are inside of it. It's really cute. It's freaking sick. And they're little combs from the demon, this last Demon Slayer arc. Oh, sorry, spoiler. But spoiler, <laughs> my favorite comb is from Inuyasha. She's good looking. Oh, that comb. That's a honey dip right there. Well, that's a, exactly. And then we've got a little mini Anosuke sitting up there. What did you get in your gachapons? Oh gosh, I got so there was a Peter Rabbit themed one. Yeah. And I got the one. It's a pie because in Peter Rabbit. Um, Peter Rabbit's dad got caught by Mr. McGregor and was baked into a pie by oh Mrs. McGregor. Oh my God, that's what that pie is? <laughs> yes. It says it on you the- You have Peter's dead father. <laughs> Unbelievable. Gotcha pun. Yeah. It's Beatrix Potter. She was meta. That's They weren't fucking ice. around in like the 1900s. Anyway, um, so I got that. I got a Ram keychain. And I got a pom-pom perin. He's got like a rice egg omelet over his back with some yep. ketchup. And don't worry. And his baho. His baho is still there. My sister didn't believe me. I was like, oh, look at Because she got Faye some pom-pom perin stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, look, it's pom-pom's butthole. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, that's a staple. Pom-pom, if he's shown his backside, you see the little cross patch uh-huh. of his butthole. And I hence showed her everything I had with pom-pom in his butthole. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny just a little star there just a little yeah absolutely um what else did i get i got that oh and then two miffy little figurines miffy oh, is yeah. a little bunny too cute so much stuff for little fay yeah um so yeah i love gotcha gotcha pawns yep Got your pwn. Mm-hmm. Get a dog. Dog. I can't believe I need to watch that video again. That's so good. I think we've shouted him out before. Not that he knows who we are or anything like that, but. They're good videos. Uh, no, I agree. I think that's sick. I, I think that it's a very interesting point uh, to end it to. And it gives kind of Yusuke a little bit more reasoning going into season four with defeating Sensui. But unfortunately, his ancient power is taking over his body, so he's not in full control. And Yusuke being Yusuke doesn't like that. So now he's like, well, great. Keep this dude alive so I can kick his ass, which is so shonen. Hey, get this guy some life support. I want to kick his ass later. Where's the sensu beans? Okay, Goku, Mm -hmm. chill out. Right. That's the, okay, I can get Yusuke's point, but Goku giving people sensu beans. He pisses me off. Oh, yeah. No, that's just dumb. That's just plain dumb. You beat them. You're good. Yeah, you're done. Let the sleeping dog lie and die already. Right. (laughs) I guess, uh, I guess Gohan is like one of the main dudes in this new movie coming out. Like he's pretty powerful. 
Yeah, he's not as cool fool as he was once. when he was 11. Yeah, fool me once, fool me twice. Kid's still a nerd. <laughs> Go on, you a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. That is good. So I, I'm going to come out and say oh. that Sensui with his golden armor. Yeah. Zero out of 10. It does Sucks. not, it's not good. I would rather take younger to Tagoro's nasty veiny form than that. It. I wouldn't say it's veiny Tagoro form. Okay. <laughs> That's still the most, he looked like a damn, <laughs> if you left a potato in the oven for three years <laughs> on like a hundred degrees. <sighs> Sensui's armor sucks. Yes. The top like his hat is supposed to almost look like a mage's cap, yeah. but it's missing the thing. Not and it's good. Like, it's just not good. And honestly, for this ancient uh, power that he's he's uh, harnessing. Sacred power. Sacred. It's sacred and it's ancient, you know? True, true. Um, it, it's just not cool. Yeah, we needed a little, something a little bit cooler than that. I think he could have just stayed how he was with the golden hue because he looked there's nothing better than Sensui with his little gem on his forehead That's and true. that little strand of hair. Ooh. 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 Ladies. Ooh. Yeah. Wrap yeah. those legs around me. Why don't you? You could do it twice. Fucker's <laughs> got seven foot long legs. <laughs> he's crazy. Um, no, he's a great, he's a great character. Would you say he's your favorite villain of the show? Of the show. Um, yeah. I would. I would say, I would say so. Okay. Now tell me who, whose villainous antics get the goat more? Is it Sensui or is it Sashomaru? Hmm. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. It's a tough question. That's why I asked it. You do it to me all the time. I had to get you back. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would, mm. I would say Sensui because he's got like a, in his mind, righteous vengeance here on the human world. Sure. He's justifying murder. Yeah, sure. I was, I would say Shishomaru, he just wants, he just wants that, uh, I can't even, wow, I'm not even a fan. I don't you better the, say. The shards. The she-cone The she <laughs> Unbelievable. Did you watch it? <laughs> Let me guess. You've never even heard of Tetsaika? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah. The main chick in the show, by the way, is Kagome. No. Not Kagome. I like Keiko. Or I do like Keiko more. Keiko's actually a better human, you know, sidekick than Keiko is, or Kikio. There we go. I'm not a fan. I'm just. Well, <laughs> I'm digging myself a grave. Yeah, it's okay. Shallow, but we uh, should just do that episode soon, so we can just have the entire Inuyasha fandom on Instagram is pretty hardcore. It is. It's a little scary. That's why I'm a little. It's that's very why Spanish too. There's so many <laughs> Spanish posts about Sishomaru. It is. Mm. Fuego. He. Guapo. El Fuego Guapo. What's Guapo? I think it's handsome. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Don't correct us. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing matters. A, we are after doing Killdozer. We've been a, on a slow decline. <laughs> Listen here, it wouldn't be an episode of ours if we weren't slowly just going. And we didn't even record this at night. This is 
And Faye needs to get up from her nap. So the only thing I'm thinking of is the time. Oh, no. <laughs> and just like that, Faye is not only cutting us off from fun, it's cutting you off from whatever we could. This isn't really fun, fun, but you know what I mean. Uh, that being said. Oh, I have one last note. Uh, Looking through my notes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so you know how, um, uh, what's his name? Junior's dad. King Yama, My there gosh, we go. King Yama. Holy Sashomaru. How Koenma's dad, King Yama, Yama? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> has the spirit world special defense force come. It's like a squad of 10. Yeah. Three of you plug up that hole. Sir, it's going to take 10 days. You have a week. You okay. Have a week. <laughs> like, uh, hi. If that's not the U.S. government. <laughs> We need all your money and your resources. Can you fix this problem that'll kill everyone? Uh, I'll send 10 guys over there and see what they could do. Okay, so, yeah, so three guys are using their power to plug the hole. The other three are supposed to kill anything, the demons that fly through the hole while yeah. the hole's being plugged. The other three slash four, because the commander, are supposed to kill Yusuke. Mustache guy. Pause. Pause. If three people can plug the hole in five days, A, where were you when you found out there was a rift? Two, why do you have a human spirit detective? Why don't you just have one of these be the spirit detective on Earth? Because they'll suck. Are you kidding me? What are you doing every other day of the week in spirit world? Uh, Obviously hibernating. Taking the taxpayer spirit money, probably. (laughs) Sitting there absolutely fucking jacking it. They're not doing shit. It's like Chicago government. Oh, we're going to really work on this. We're really going to work on this violence we got going on in the city. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I was kind of pissed at that point. You got you got 10 people. If you put 10 people on the job to plug at that hole, you could have done it in three days. Listen, if the world ended, he couldn't have been mad at Coenma because it's everyone's at fault. You're telling me they got 10 people? Come on. This is a pretty big issue going on right now. Yeah. Uh, what I will say is that uh, I did love when Mustachio Man had Yusuke's foot right in his face because um, Yusuke, when he wakes up and he is officially <laughs> a demon, has some pretty good heater moments. I love when he's kind of talking like, oh, I am now here to kill everyone. And he goes, dude, I'm just kidding, man. Shit. Get yeah. pranked. Yeah. He, I mean, he axes everyone. Well, the mustache guy wasn't even the best part. I love when Yusuke wakes up and the other two lackeys are like, oh, demon lord, we'll do whatever you say. I Spare will do your us. <laughs> It like takes three <laughs> seconds. It's like, yeah, that sounds about right. <sighs> oh, it, just great moments. Great show. It's, it's still the pinnacle of anime with me because the humor, the action, the everything, the 90s style too. It's one of those things where we've got it on DVD, uh, but I, I've wanted to get the Blu-ray, but it's like, I don't know if Blu-ray that they, I, I'm wondering if they've kind of zoomed the footage in and made it 16 by nine. People sometimes say, oh, we'll get this one because it's 16 by nine instead of the four by three. The problem is to get 16 by nine, you're cutting off the top and the bottom of the frame. So it's mm-hmm. like I, four by three works for the show. It, it brings me that nostalgia. It brings me everything I need to I see. I don't even know this. Yeah. I mean, the black bars on the side, if anything, we're saving power. Thank you, Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even believe it, but the see, this season actually aired from February 5th to August 13th. Um, in 1994, I was in Japan, only, I was only three years old. That's crazy, but that was Japan. But the first 23 English episodes mm. uh, came on over here during tsunami, tsunami 
uh, from July 2004 to January 2005. All right, 13. So, I mean, that's when I, that's when I picked it up and uh, didn't, uh, didn't stop loving it since. Mm-hmm. This is a very yeah. special show. Hot take from last episode. Don't know why Jintama holds eight freaking slots on the top whatever yeah. 50 that should be a crime it should just be a one line item but to each their own Yu Yu Hakusho standing at whatever 100 or 200 spot I can't remember what Mal says it's a shame which makes me think that the younger generation just hasn't seen it I, I, yeah I, I just I, I truly don't get it they're watching what's that show we hate on all the time my Hero Academia. <laughs> yeah, there was that My Hero Academia shit. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll go back to watching that, too. I, I'm ready to see Deku not be a bitch. I'm ready to see him be what I've seen spoilers I on. I know. Online. He's looking crazy. I've seen a little... He's, that, his suit looks like improved, too. Right now, he looks like a limp noodle. Yeah, limp dick noodle. <laughs> well, I, what's stupid is on Instagram, of course, Instagram's always spoiling shit, too. Uh, but I did see, like, I love the post. They always put stupid text above. I was like, why even bother with this person on their account? Moron, whoever they are. I'm just kidding. They're fine. They're great people. But they were like, why is no one talking about Deku's punches? It's like, oh, I don't know, because the character's built around kicking. That's probably why we're not talking about his stupid punches. Probably. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Yeah, let's talk about his punches. Yeah, he's got special shoes just for that. Uh, it's Have like going you up to watched a Corvette. it? Why is no one talking about the trunk latch? <laughs> I, yeah, the motor's fine. But what about the trunk latch back there? Just auto close, self close. What, 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 what are you working with back there? Oh my god, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> losing it. Hey, nice shirt. Thank you. Hey, have you ever heard of Uniqlo? If you haven't, you should because sometimes they have really cool anime merch. They had some good uh, Spy Family shirts. I just didn't go get it because you know I'm getting to the age where I just kind of want a black shirt. That says the day of the week on it, and that's about all I want. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, guys, again, can't can't really thank you enough. I know that this is a pretty mundane uh, little podcast. Kind of, of course, we started it when everyone was starting podcasts, so we do appreciate you taking the time to actually listen to ours, especially if you've made it to this point. And wow, have you made it to this point? You must be a great friend of the show. Um, big ups to you. We appreciate you. We only keep doing it because, uh, frankly, it's fun to do. And we also like all the people that we've met as we've kind of, uh, said. Now, Danielle, just quickly, what has been your favorite thing about the podcast? Favorite thing? Yeah. What, what have you learned in a hundred episodes? That I can afford to be a little silly once in a while. I think that that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned to probably tone down the swearing a little bit. That too. Although, honestly, I th- what I tell people when they're like, uh, when I say people, I mean my family. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, you swear a lot to both of us. Yeah. Honestly, when I, I think when I listen and think about earlier episodes, it was very much a stage fright and now I've become more comfortable and I I tell people there's a different persona that you feel when you do this enough yeah it's very weird it's 
kind of like an out of body experience. I don't feel like my normal self right now. I usually don't talk like this unless I'm really comfortable with you. I'm usually not this boisterous. Yeah, I know. This is nice. I like recording with you. Yeah. So me swearing like this, I'm usually not that much. It just kind of comes out. It's just, you know. And and frankly, for the sake of comedy, let's, let's face it. Oh, you know, how do, how do we get across in certain, in certain cases you kind of need it. Right. So, um, let's go with bubble, right? We love bringing up bubble. (laughs) I get sitting here and go, Oh man, I'll tell you what, this bubble movie is just, it's just not very good. Or I could say, wow, bubble fucking sucks. (laughs) And it just hits, (laughs) it just hits that extra little bit that you need. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, I, I, uh, I think we've both. The, the, the podcast is not how, if you watch it, if you listen to our first episode, we're definitely, uh, those, those things were long scripted and not as entertaining, hardly scripted. I don't know if I ever used it, but yeah, we attempted to, and that's where it was just so unnatural. I would say we had major outlines. Now you'll be lucky if you catch me taking notes. I got a couple bullets there. That's about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. We do bullet points. We don't do eh, long drawn out. That's why we're, why we're wrong all the time, but that's okay. You guys are, uh guys are great thanks for having us here's to a hundred episodes of the i married a we podcast i'm a fan of you hope that you're somewhat of a fan of us appreciate you once again danielle uh do what you do girl bye guys